Welcome, welcome back for another episode of By Order of the Peaky Blinders. Daniel Gilman, Josh Levy, per usual, with you here. Beginning of November, so I hope everyone had a fantastic Halloween. If anyone dressed up as a Peaky Blinder, go ahead and email us or uh, shoot us a message on Facebook with the photos. We're available on email at bootpeakyblinders at gmail.com. And uh, per usual, Josh, it's... uh, it's still Peaky Blinders off-season. And so for those that maybe had watched the show a long time ago or had just recently binged it, we are continuing with bonus coverage over on our Patreon at patreon.com slash Peaky, which is ad-free, fantastic, convenient, and uh, just $5 a month where we're breaking down multiple shows that have Peaky Blinders actors. Most recently, we just had an episode uh, where we, we kind of went off the rails a little bit um, about how frustrated we were that we still don't have a release date. So we figured we'd reach out to you guys, our Apple uh, contingent and our our diehard Peaky fans over here and just kind of go back and forth on what we know so far about season six. We don't know the dates, but there are a lot of things that we do know, Josh. And before we kind of jump into that, how how have things been going for you? Have you you been busier than usual, less busy? Have you kind of been thinking, all right, I think it's a good time to, to have Peaky Blinders in my life. Both definitely been busy, been busier. Definitely, it's always the time to have Piggy Blinders back in my life. It's funny, I can tell everybody, you know, I host Piggy Blinders podcast and I'm like, but there's no freaking show. So you can't, you can't listen to me do live recaps. If, if you <laughs> hear me on the Patreon, I am livid at the fact that Piggy Blinders is not in sight. The, the, the light at the end of the tunnel for a season six premiere is nowhere to be found it's black we don't the we, tunnel's we, still yeah, black. it's black we we are stuck underground there we i i don't even know it's it's rough we're chugging along we've been doing this for a long long time and i'm just waiting for some peaky but i mean i've been i've been catching up on a lot of tv as, as if you're if you're a loyal listener you know that there was a a nice hiatus of me watching tv but i've been watching a lot of television i've been watching some great shows in in uh during the peaky downtime. So everything's been good. Yeah. I mean, there are some things that we think we know. We think we know that season six is set to premiere in the UK on BBC in March or April. Um, peaky blinders on Twitter did a bit of like a countdown with like their 30 episodes of breaking it all down for the five seasons. And if you uh, line that up exactly of how long in between every episode they've posted, it brings you down to like a middle April release. So we've got our conspiracy theorists that have reached out to us about that capacity. Then there's another six months or so between that and the Netflix release over in America or in Canada or anywhere else. So that's a little frustrating. Um, Our last episode, we had a lot of good guesses on what was in uh, Killian Murphy's snack box, but I do have some inside sources that say that they are, it's something healthy. We don't know what it is, but he has healthy stuff, changing it up every day. So maybe nuts, maybe fruit. That's always fun. But let's get into the nuts and bolts here. For those of you that may not remember or haven't quite, you know, been following up week to week, we know that, you know, a few things are certain. And whether they be maybe leaks or photos, there might be, I don't know, the the daintiest of spoilers here in this in this episode. We may talk about some characters that we know for certain are going to be seen in season six because of photos. So if you don't want anything and I don't know why you clicked a Peaky Blinders podcast this far in advance of season six. And uh, that's too bad for you. But we know that episode one, Josh, is going to be called Black Day. 
We know that for sure. We know that there is going to be a time jump about five years after a couple episodes. So those are two things that can kind of go hand in hand here because the way season five ended and the way that season six is probably going to start is with Tommy somewhere along the lines of like about to kill himself, potentially letting off steam after his assassination of Oswald Mosley doesn't go well. And if that's not a black day, how could the day get any blacker? I'm not quite sure. I agree. And that's nice that we have a name of an episode. It's the freaking the, the littlest thing that we can, you know, grasp onto right now. But Black Day is definitely an ominous uh, title to an episode. Definitely an omen that something good is definitely not happening, which is what we like to see because an instant catalyst to, 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 the, to any plot line in the show is, is, is a nice start to, to, uh, to a season. So it's, it's going to be interesting. I don't know what's going to happen. We, we both agree that the episode is definitely going to start with him with the gun pointed to his head because they can't just jump from that. So that's something that could tie into the title of Black Hole, but you never know. Or, or Black Day. Black Day. Yeah, I, I think we're all kind of in the same page in, in that regard. We know for certain that Peaky Blinders is not going to be set only in Birmingham this season. We know that they are going to bounce around. We're guessing maybe the French territories of Canada. We've seen some French um, pictures from different buildings. And, and if you want to you know, look more into that, you can kind of reach out to us and we can, we can follow you there. But we've talked about it so many times. I don't want to be too repetitive. We know they're either going to France or they're going to Canada. They have spoken in the past about the, uh, the liquor distribution to Canada and to the different ports down there. And I think prohibition has been spoken about or maybe hinted towards. So that could be something where like Michael and Gina could be going back to America to try to take advantage of selling alcohol and and really manipulating that industry. We know that unfortunately there will not be Polly Gray, although there will be tributes of sorts towards Helen McCrory, the actress who unfortunately passed away. Um, and they, and they you know, it wasn't as sudden. So it wasn't like they filmed half the season with her. It was a sickness that, uh, that Helen had been fighting. So they didn't film any season six with Polly Gray. The question is how will they write that off? Will it be she's off to Australia, which seems to be my guess, remember, because that's when she wanted Michael to run with her to Australia when she decided to test her son. And we were very mad at, at, at Polly at that moment. This podcast was not, was not a pro-Polly Gray podcast for a little bit. Or will she, uh, will she die in the, in, the, you know, in the way that we saw, um, what was that, uh, at the end of the first season? Um, uh, Freddie, Freddie Gray, the way that uh, we lost Freddie. Um, right. So that, you know, that, that could be one of the two ways. People that we do know are back. We know that Alfie Solomons is back. And this is something that I'm surprised that they leaked so publicly, showing us pictures of Tom Hardy in his um, makeup. And also we've seen Tom Hardy wearing the vest that they gave out as a season six kind of like memento. So we know that Alfie's back. We know that Winston Churchill is back. And we've seen pictures of the makeup put together to make the the character of Winston Churchill. So politics are going to be at the forefront once again. And we know that there will be a couple additions of, of uh, a young kid, maybe, you know, a new Peaky Blinders member, maybe someone else. Conrad Khan is going to play a young kid. James Freshville, who ironically enough played the lead of the movie Animal Kingdom that was nominated for an Oscar, who then Finn Cole played that character in the TV show. So that's a little like connection into the Peaky world. We know James Freshville is going to play some sort of 
mobster looking um, white American, maybe. And we know that Amber Anderson is going to play Diana Mitford, who will be Oswald Mosley's wife, but also has scenes with Tommy Shelby. Tommy and Diana have scenes together. We've seen photos of that. Tommy and Michael have scenes together. We've seen photos of that. Michael looks like maybe he's in a prison outfit, although it could be deceiving, but they're clearly shouting at each other while Finn Cole sports this very thin mustache. So that could just be like the American style. Those are a couple things we know for sure. We know that Johnny Dogs has a daughter added to the fold and it's Packy Lee's real daughter, Orla McDonough, which is a fantastic little tie in. We love Johnny Dogs. And Josh, we know, and it's very frustrating, we know that they are not done yet because they're still doing audio recordings in, in ADR, which means that there is uh, still work to be done here on November 9th from, uh, from a, a show that finished recording. What, I have, the, I have the episode exactly right here, the day that we celebrated they are done filming on June 7th. There you go. It's fu- kind of funny when, the way, when you summarize all of those little tidbits that we've gotten over the last five, six months or so. Way it's more, insane. way more. I feel like it's like over 11 months. A year, whatever. <laughs> even, even the ones in the last six months, excluding the ones from before that, it's crazy how many new things are introduced and how they're going to pack that into six episodes of, of six hours of television, which if they do it really well, which I have all the faith in the world that they will, it's going to be excellent television. It's going to be excellent production, excellent screenwriting to, to, to pack that in there, to add all, have all those characters, tie all those plot webs together, you know, all the way to the end. You know, it's hard to, to, to not only introduce new plot webs, which I think they're going to, because they're going to introduce- Certainly. We know Diana Mitford is going to be added in. Right. We know also, also, hold on, Stephen Graham, I forgot about him, the great Boardwalk Empire, who played Al Capone in Boardwalk Empire. Right, He's He's been with Tom Hardy. Yes, go ahead. So it's going to be super interesting to see how they do it. That's what I'm most interested in, to see how they tie everything together, because that's the the mark of of a great show, is how you tie everything together at the end. Breaking Bad, The Sopranos, Game of Thrones, Filled Miserably. You know, that's what makes these elite television shows in the upper echelon of television. And it's going to be super interesting. I can't wait, but I am frustrated. And I know they're doing audio recording. Hopefully they're wrapping that up soon and we can get a release date. I mean, I don't know how it works. You know, some people have, have dropped some input into how that, that whole process works with post-production and how long it takes to actually get a release date. And, you know, they probably have to work it out with BBC and, and then they have to work it out with Netflix. And so there's a lot of, you know, logistical hurdles that they have to, to, to uh, jump, you know, hoops that they, they have to, to jump through. But I'm just on the edge of my seat. I can't really wait any longer. Yeah, and we know there's going to be a movie. So whatever the story of the Shelby family is will not finish in this season. Although the, the veteran guesses have been that the movie will not include a lot of our favorite characters and maybe a children and i think we're all preferred that it will be the next generation of peaky blinders i don't think we need to drudge up anymore i hope that it's a finish in this season and uh the executive producer karen mandabach who's such a huge part of this show has gone on record saying this final season is going to be the best one yet steve's and stephen knight's uncanny ability to be prescient about world events is only matched by his ability to make tommy shelby the most indelible character of our time. So that world events tie-in, sure to be huge. Obviously, we had the stock market crash of, uh, what was it, 1919 in, in the beginning of season five. 
and that was Black Monday. And now, what you know, what kind of tensions will build up around the country? Will there be subtle mentions of Hitler? I, I feel like there have to be, especially with Oswald Mosley being such a fascist. That could be factored in. Might there even be Hitler, the actor? You know, an actor playing Hitler. We've seen you know leaked false reports of it. That could be something that's fun. We know that there's going to be a new style of filming here in season six. It's a, a long sequence quoted by uh, Stephen Knight here, quote, that's quite like a Sergio Leone style, slow building sequence of a lot of moving parts, slowly merging, and it's pretty great. Uh, Stephen Knight hasn't quite written anything like this in any of the previous seasons, says Anthony Byrne, the director, or of any of his other work. So we know that that's going to be a unique style. We, I, you know, it's just one of those things where I don't even want to, and we've said this so many times, Josh, we don't even want to get into the, the webs of predicting yet because it's going to get stale. We need to, we need to save the, the deep predictions and the like well, intense have, dive. Have, Go ahead. I have a prediction that I don't, I don't want to hold back from. All right. What is the prediction? I don't want to, I don't, I have, I, Tommy Shelby is going to die. I've yeah. changed. I've completely changed course. And so, what do you mean? Did you used to think otherwise? I thought that he was going to live throughout the whole show. I, did, I thought he was. I thought he was untouchable, invincible. After all the all the things that he's that, that, that he's escaped, I think he's going to die. I don't know how he's going to die, but I think he's going to die. I like. I think. He'll, I think he's going to get like die like, like a gruesome death. And it's. <sighs> It would yeah. be a, it would be an amazing ending. I don't want him to die. He's one of, one of my favorite characters of television history, but it would be an amazing ending with balls by Stephen Knight to have Tommy Shelby off. Now the question is, do you end it with with Tommy yes. dying, or do you maybe have like another episode to see the passing of the torch happen? I I think maybe if he's gonna die, maybe at at, at least our favorite penultimate. Five. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Episode five, maybe, but I think that like with like 15 minutes left in the episode, if he just like dies, it's like slow and gruesome and like really tragic death where like Arthur is like holding him in his arms and there's blood all over him. But like, does Michael like that. does Michael kill him or do it's, they it's, reunite? It's either Michael or Oswald Mosley, one of the two, in my opinion. Yeah, and the, and then there's another whole thing which brings up the Game of Thrones stuff because it was such a global phenomenon they teased us with having you know like callbacks here at the final season might there be someone from his past that we have seen right like a season one a season two a season three villain that could come back into the fold who 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 would you think would, would be the the main guy to do that honestly and this is the tough part because of the amount of years but some some changretta like maybe yeah. the grandma, you know what I mean? Like the mom, whatever, the wife of the, the, the school teacher. The, the thing is, is I don't want him to just get like popped with like, with, like, with like a gunshot wound. Like that's not fun. No, it has it's to be, be an like intimate a, death. It's got to be like I, an intimate, diabolical. Now, like I, I, I don't, I didn't love the ending of Game of Thrones and I understand that, but the way that uh, Khaleesi died, that yeah. was like an intimate death. It was an ode. It was an ode. I, so now I do want to say, I, I do not agree. I think this is Josh's prediction and I'm going to let it be Josh's prediction. I don't think so. I, I just don't think so. Okay. He's almost like a superhero in an, in an Avengers movie. And uh, but that's what although we have seen one, shows we have elite. seen one one Avenger um, pass. You know, spoiler alert for those that haven't seen like the most seen movie of all time. 
Um, but like, but yeah, you do, you're right. But, it but does. you it do makes... agree that this is what puts elite shows up there. Like, this is what makes this a wow show. Like, I'm like, in order to be to have a wow ending, one of the main characters of the show has to die. Like, what made Game of Thrones so good is that nobody was safe. The Red Wedding, when Rob Stark died, like right. that was one of the most iconic scenes in television history because of the wow factor of the out of left field. You know, that was one we really thought, you know, no one's untouchable on TV, you know, when Game of Thrones was offing people left and right. Yeah. When Jon Snow died, you know, he came back to life. I was about to say, you know, it's weird. I just watched the movie with those two. It's like the new Marvel movie. Not, not the highest of recommendations over here from Daniel, but it was cool seeing Rob Stark and Jon Snow in the same scene together in a fucking Marvel movie. Like that was wild. I don't know if you knew that they were both in it. No, I did not. I don't, I'm, you know, I'm not like the biggest Marvel guy in the world. Yeah, I, this is not one that you uh, necessarily yeah. have to double back around to. But we, well, you know, the, well, here's I, the tough part. Go ahead. But I'm just saying, like, it's just kind of like popped in my head. Like, no, yeah, it, I agree. I don't, I don't envision a wow peaky ending unless Tommy or Arthur or Michael die, which, like, obviously more so Tommy, but. Arthur or Michael, I would but, also expect one of them to go. Right, but it would be so in line with the season's arc, the series arc, for it just to be Tommy all alone. Everyone else dies or leaves, and it just ends with just that's, him that's and his true. thoughts. That's true. I mean, like, he's the only one, and, and you know, this life, that, this life that he led led to all the people around him that he loved dying. You know, everyone he touches turns to stone kind of thing. Yeah. And it would be his fault. And he's, he's had that guilt in the past um, over people dying. You know, when John died, even though it wasn't necessarily Tommy's fault. I mean, Tommy feels always feels some sort of guilt and fault because he's the center of everything. Everyone is going against the Peaky Blinders because of Tommy Shelby at, at the end of the day. So I do see that being the end of his character arc where he's stuck alone. But I also think that, in, I mean, relatively speaking, he's done a lot of good, relatively speaking. Obviously, he's, he, he's in a gang, but, you know, he's, he's done a lot of good, and it would be a tragic, you know, story, uh, end to the story arc to see everyone around him turn to stone, so to say. Yeah, and we've gotten a lot of, uh, like, mailbag content, and so we're going to put together, like, a, a listener-based episode coming up soon, but a lot of it has been either predictions or observations. So I want you guys to continue to, to fire away at us so we can put together the most comprehensive episode of your opinions as possible. So go ahead and shoot us emails, B-O-O-T, peakyblinders at gmail.com, which is just, I just want to see whether you think Josh is right, whether you think you've seen certain things that, that, that we didn't mention here that, that you've heard about for season six. We know that they filmed a lot in Portsoy. Um, over by the coast. So there's going to be some, some ocean scenes and all that stuff. I'm just ready for the beauty of this show to take me away, Josh, because there's not many TV shows that are as beautiful as Peaky Blinders has been with the music and with everything. And then there's the whole thing where it's like, there's always been the tease of this, the celebrity guest stars. So how much more, I, I don't know, how many more guesses can we take? I just want, just want to know all of it, right? You just want to know, I just want to know how it ends. And I know, in, in a year from now, we're going to look back and be like, oh, how great was it to be like unknown, November 9th, 2021. We didn't know anything. It's always great to have anticipation. When it comes this much and it, we're at like two plus years 
since the first episode of season five came out, it's like, we just tell us, just tell us some things, let us know what's going to happen. Yeah. And, uh, and hopefully there's a, a period at the end of season six. I think that's what we're all hoping for as well, instead of a dot, dot, dot. Because w- one, one thing that really frustrates me is when a show finishes and it's like so many of these unanswered questions for us to just yeah. like, I mean, I'm not going to, I mean, spoiler, spoiler, Soprano, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. I think everybody knows what happens in that show, but that was a major dot, dot, dot. There's absolutely no question about it that there's no ending to to that show. That's right. That's And and I mean, their creator, their creator has, you know, I think it was named David Chase. He said what's happened. I don't really want to say, you know, one of those things where like, if you want to look into it, he has said what happens to Tony and now he's making a show or movie that takes place between the many saints of Newark and the beginning of the Sopranos. So if we have a peaky verse, like, like Yellowstone has a Yellowstone verse and there's sequels and spinoffs and prequels and all of that, that changes things, but it doesn't feel like that's going to happen here. Unfortunately, the, the obsession with peaky blinders is just too concentrated among like, I don't know, certain groups of people that, and it's just not, it's not blowing up like it could, but something that's cool here that I want to finish um, this episode by talking about is this little like uh, this Peaky Blinders entrepreneur, if you want to call him that. It's uh, it's it's this this man named. All right, hold on, let me see if I can get this name right. Birmingham Mail put together this this article online that this man named. Uh oh, pray pray for me here. Srinivasa Rao Ann is the only city stockist of this special edition Monopoly Peaky Blinders game, specifically Peaky Blinders theme Monopoly. So I thought that was pretty cool that at least there's going to be someone that, that maybe pushes forward some sort of desire for having, you know, lore surrounding a show. Because when, when Peaky Blinders finishes, Josh, like what's going to have it, like what's its legacy going to be? How is it going to continue to live on? And, uh, you know, it's like we have that video game that came out that got no steam, Mastermind. Nobody talked about it. Nobody said it was good. We didn't get it because of it. Just one of those things. And it's just like, what's going to happen to this show? Our darling Peaky Blinders, like what, what life will it have after this season ends? Is that something that Stephen Knight might be scared of? And that's what's prolonging his perfection, the hunt to make sure season six is perfect? It's, it's a terrifying thought. It's why George R.R. R. Martin never wrote the fucking sixth book. So it's like, it is what it is. And it's, it's a scary thing. And it's just one of those things you have to just do. And then it's done. And you have to hope that the show gains new life in like 2035 or whatever, when Netflix Plus comes out or something like that. Yeah, I mean, you never know. But also sometimes some things are better, are better left ended. Yeah, are, I mean, so. was, was, do you think The Sopranos needed to have a prequel? Uh, no, but I, I still haven't watched it yet. But I like I think it's cool. Like I don't, I don't mind it if it's. Not I agree. Gonna, it's I want to know stuff. Yeah, a prequel is better than a sequel because there's no way of ruining it. You know, you can't ruin a show with a prequel. Like Anchorman right. Two, awful. Like you know. Although I will say, those uh, those Wizarding World of whatever you want to call it with like Colin Farrell. You know what I'm talking about? The Grindelwald, the stuff that they made, the Harry Potter prequels are yeah. very bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, uh, but, very but, bad. But, but, but they don't ruin the show. They don't, they don't ruin the, the actual movie. 
You know what I mean? They don't ruin. Yeah, but Anchorman Two didn't ruin Anchorman. No, of course, but it leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Yeah, you know, because you have all this hype that it's going to be this continuation of a story. Well, we're having this movie, dude. So it's pretty much. I mean, it's scary. Like, I don't want the entourage thing to happen again. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Now, the other let's, thing is like, let's what get if there season is, six first. Okay? I was about to let's, say, let's get why, season six. There's no reason to even assume that this movie is. Is it, it, it the light in the du- the tunnel for the movie is even darker than the light in the tunnel for the season six and it's just right. it's just such it's going to be such an event that's all i can say right we'll, we'll finish this episode that's talking about season six nothing with season six it's going to be a fucking event guys we are going to blow the lid off of the the podcast universe when season six is primed to come out the, the amount of content that you will be able to consume surrounding season six you can try to find it other places good luck it's gonna it, right here's the spot on apple Spotify, however you listen to on Patreon, we're going to have a ton of stuff for you. Make sure to follow us over on Facebook at facebook.com slash peaky podcast. We're on Twitter. We're not too, you know, we're not too, uh, we're not too on Twitter, but we're a little on Twitter at by order of peaky, but we really, we really are pushing for a release date here. And I think if we all manifest it, we're going to get it before new year's. That's my goal. That's the goal here. Release date before new year's one, two, three team, um, you know, hands up after that huddle and, uh, and ready, one, two, three, ready, break, break. And that's going to break up this episode. Our next one will be a fun little mailbag. We're we're also going to talk about things that we're watching. Yellowstone just started up again. It is my favorite show. Hands down. Succession is like a B to the, to the one a of, of Yellowstone. And the fact that we have both of those at the same time is, is giving me a little bit of relaxation. Like, okay, I don't need peaky until those two are done. But I wish Peaky came like January 10th. That would be just such a great release. What do you surprise I mean, This us. is kind of a, a, a close, you know, tangent. But what do you think of Succession so far? I, it's incredible. I'm so loving it. It's, it's really good. However, like, w- is something going to happen? Like, right. You, so this is, this is the main complaint of Succession of like, it's just the same story again, right? That's just, that, that's what people have been saying about it. Right. And, and no, Josh like and this, I... This is this is the funniest tweet from from actually my cousin who if you're listening, shout out. He goes, if I were writing the television show Succession, I would probably write the show so that something different happened in every episode instead of writing the same episode over and over again. I kind of agree. I don't know. I listen. What, what's what's funny about it, and you know what, Josh and I are definitely going to have a Patreon episode just about Succession. We could talk for like 45 minutes just about Succession, but and without saying any spoilers. It's a show about the succession of the business. So like, that's what the show is about. So to, to expect other things and to be worried about the, the race for, you know, the Stewie whole side of things and how they want to take over the company and to worry about, you know, Kendall's illegal maldoings in the past. It's like, I love being in a room with the Roy family. I will watch as many episodes as just me personally. Like, I just think it's incredible to see Adrian Brody, our dude, Luca oh, Changretta for great. 40 minutes, have like 15 wearing, layers of jackets. Yeah. On. Wearing like 30 layers of clothes. Where great. did they fly to Josh? You can't like, you don't need a flight to go to an Island in New York. Right. Yeah, I, you, I, I mean, mean, like they, they, they boarded jets. So now the the logical side of, of succession is losing us a little bit, but you know what? It doesn't have to be as logical as, as, as I don't know. Like what's, what's this? I don't like, I don't even breaking bad was like very logical, but even then it had like its flaws, 
you know, in terms of like how they were able to work around certain loopholes. Succession is a show about people talking in rooms. It doesn't need the battle of Blackwater, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's like, it's so elite. We'll see. I'm not, I mean, I and if you lose Logan, that's the thing though, Josh, if you lose Logan, what happens? I mean, if you lose Logan, it's like your show really takes a hit because he is such a a juggernaut. And if you, if if you keep him, then you have to keep asking the question. So it's like, it's, Yeah. yeah, it's frustrating in that way but i don't know i haven't not enjoyed one moment yet like no, one minute great, of this show still a great show still a great show yeah now you got to get on yellowstone because yellowstone yeah. is people talking in rooms and then big battles there's like epic epic shootout scenes wars between you know just groups it's just succession and, and game of thrones kind of combined i and kevin costner is so good so yes people that watch yellowstone we will find a way to talk about it on Patreon if you reach out and, and prove to me that you're there because I don't want to talk to nobody about Yellowstone over there. So make sure that uh, that you make yourselves known. I asked a question over on Facebook. So go ahead and answer it if you're watching Yellowstone and you want to hear some episode recaps. That'll wrap up this episode. He's Josh. I'm Daniel. And we binge so you don't have to.